0: time you ride, I want you to begin thinking about suppleness as being less about, well, how bendy everything is, and more about how the energy is flowing as you bend. I think this could change so much for you, particularly if you're looking at improving your horse's suppleness and training your horse. Hi there, my name is Orna Leeson, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And I would love to help you to really begin to figure out where potentially there's been things missed in your horse's education. And I'm creating a new free training for you to use to help you identify those gaps. You can find out all the details and you can sign up for it over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free. And this episode today is actually in the midst of a little mini series that I'm doing here in the podcast all about the training scale and i really do believe that the training scale is not just for dressage horses (laughs) not just for people who want to do things classically Um, i do believe it pertains to all horses and it can help all horses and all riders i really and truly think there has to be like a, a whole education of the team at large not just one half of the team okay but um, we're going to focus specifically on your horse and as I said today we're talking about suppleness which is the second step of the training scale and if you are not really sure what I'm talking about go back to the previous couple of episodes Um, I go into more details there we spoke about the actual training scale but also then about rhythm and so today as I said we're talking about suppleness and I think suppleness we often think of as being stretchiness. And it is, it is, okay, that's part of it. But it's really important to recognize that that is only part of it. And yes, stretches before you ride and before you maybe mount up with your horse. If you want to stretch yourself, I do recommend strongly you give yourself a bit of a stretching, hey, before you mount up. But if you're going to stretch your horse as well, it can help. But I don't think that that is suppleness in the true sense of what suppleness is when we're talking about training horses, okay? Just like relaxation where often we think relaxation is lying horizontal with a beverage doing nothing. That's not relaxation when we ride horses. Relaxation when we ride horses is having the correct level of tension for whatever it is we're doing, And suppleness, I feel, instead of it being about how stretchy something is, suppleness is about how the energy flows, okay, and specifically then if you want to think about going in bends and turns and corners and loosey-goosey circles and all this fun stuff, okay, we can apply suppleness to that and that's true and, and, and that's good and that's right and it's brilliant, but that in and of itself is not suppleness. Suppleness is the horse's ability to move through those movements while keeping the energy flowing, okay? And that is important to understand. So we've talked about suppleness. I've kind of explained what I think it is. And if you really and truly go out and you begin working with your horse and thinking of it that way, um, I think that'll become much easier. And what I want to do is to kind of chat a little bit about where you may see a lack of suppleness now first and foremost there are two types of kind of ways that we can move our horse if we're talking all things supple okay so you can move it along the top and side to side okay so along the top just being along the top of the back so if you think about when you ride you'll often see think about like when you first go out so you just mount it up like this is like the first minute or two and you probably things are quite long if we looked at like kind of the length of your horse's back from kind of pole to to tail okay it's it's probably fairly long and stretched out and nice and relaxed and you know there's not a whole lot going on there and that is fine but then as you begin to work your horse you will probably as you begin to work shorten that up a little bit okay so things become a little bit more gathered. Now, that is suppleness in action, okay? That is the ability to then change and to move, but to allow the energy to still flow. And then we have the more traditional way that we see suppleness, which is the side-to-side, the lateral and that is really from being at your horse being able to like bend one way and the other okay so there are two different types and if you if we think about the longitudinal suppleness again if we go back to that so from kind of your horse's tail to the your horse's head okay and um, usually at the end of a ride we will once again stretch that out and often sometimes in the ride in and of itself we will kind of play with that okay just like we play with the lateral just like we play with the side to side there is a constant just this shifting this movement but i do think it's really important to recognize and to understand that the movement is key for it so carrot stretching bendy exercises that's not suppleness okay it can help it's stretching and you can loosen things up But that is not suppleness in the true sense of the word. We want that our horse can move as well, okay? And it's this movement that creates the suppleness. It's the flow of energy. So if you've ever seen maybe a diagram or an explanation of the training scale, you'll probably notice that at the bottom, it's kind of wide. People use this like a pyramid or a triangle, more of a triangle, less of a pyramid. But that's sort of a shape, okay, Um, and it kind of, it's nice and wide at the bottom, and then it gets narrower as it goes to the top. And I really feel that in that kind of explanation, or in that kind of view, that's important, because in suppleness, it is wide okay there is a lot of different ranges of it there it's, it's a lot that can happen there's a lot of ways you can play with it but not only that it really and truly does support what comes on top of it okay if it was narrow the top would not be balanced does that make sense the top would fall over so in it being wide it allows everything else to be built on top of it And I feel that when we begin to work on suppleness, and particularly when we start to put it into context of working on a track, for example, okay, and staying on a track and being able to work within that track, okay, we then can begin to build strength. And as we build the strength, this is where we eventually will lead to straightness. Now, suppleness in and of itself is not going to get you to straightness, okay? The, the, you have to take a, a, a holistic approach when we're talking about different elements of the training skill, and it's important to remember that. But you can definitely begin to actually build strength through suppleness so one of the ways that you probably would notice this on your horse is that if I asked you to ride a 15 meter circle in trot and you initially may not be able to do that you and your horse are, are not do it very well you probably can do it but it mightn't be great um, but then if we pushed it out and we made the circle 20 meters you'd probably notice oh hold on This is more doable, but because we asked for things to be a little bit more confined, because we had a greater arc on the circle, okay, and because our horse is back, we want it to, if you want mirror that arc of the track of the circle, more suppleness is required so you can notice this. And what you may notice then is that just like us, your horse has a dominant side and a less dominant side, which means... He's just got one side he prefers and he finds things easier. You're the same. And if you don't believe me, try a couple of days of yoga and you'll see that it's amazing how much you notice. Like, holy moly, the one side is totally off and the other side is, is, is pretty good. OK, so noticing that in your horse as well is important. Now, I really feel that when you begin to actually work on the suppleness just hammering on at the not so great side okay so whatever side your horse is weaker on if you're just going to focus on that and you're just going to hammer on with that I don't really feel that that is really the best way that you could begin to improve your horse because just like us um our horses tend to get a bit sour if they're doing the thing that's difficult and the thing they don't like all of the time so I'm going to rather suggest that you sprinkle it through okay you you Stick with things that your horse enjoys, that he likes, that he finds maybe easy enough. And then you sprinkle the more difficult things through those. Okay, so we're not just going to hammer on the thing that your horse is struggling with. We're rather going to spread it out. Okay, that's really, really important. And then from there, really what you, well, I'm going to recommend you keep your eye on is that you are able to be consistent with your relaxation and your rhythm, okay? So they all build on each other. And as you're working with your suppleness, you may find that when you hit a sticky patch, so an area that maybe you're feeling, ooh, look, there's a little bit of, it's weak here, okay? I can feel the weakness where we've got a leak of energy. (laughs) The energy is leaking, okay? I can feel there's a weakness here. When you notice that, notice how it can directly impact either your relaxation or your rhythm or both okay that it you will lose them okay and and i really do find that with relaxation and rhythm normally when you lose the one as i said before the other one follows suit really quickly okay but notice that and let that be almost like the little alert to say "Uh oh here we go there's an issue here and let's begin to work on that. Or let's take it back a couple of steps, let's go back to where we can actually manage this and then slowly but surely we inch forward into where we want to go. And by doing this, you're actually getting to the point where your horse is being developed in all aspects of his training, which is where you want to go because that is the strong foundation. Remember I said the broad base. Now you're creating the broad base that you can build off going forward, so it's really, really, really important. Okay, inside of the free training that I'm creating for you right now, I chat so much more about those energy leaks and particularly where they apply to suppleness. Um, I mentioned it here, but we go into so much more detail there. I would love for you to have it and for you to use it with your horses. You really and truly can identify those gaps in your horse's training. You know where you need to focus on going forward. You can find it over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free. Okay, have a great one. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.